I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by the wonderful Lisa Snowden. Um, how are you, Petal? Are you having a nice time? <laughs> I'm having a lovely time. It'd be even better if I could see you face to face and like sitting in the same, you know, same room as you. That would be even better. And I can't wait until we can I, do that again. I just want to squish you and drink Prosecco with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I think we should have champagne, darling, not Prosecco. That's it. That was me, that was me, not, that was me Geordie Roots coming out there, mate. You're lucky it wasn't WKD. <laughs> I've never had that ever before. Is that bad? Yes, Lisa, it fucking is bad. Oh, my God. I'm (laughs) going to take Lisa Snowden out for our first WKD. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There was... I've got a... My door's going, sorry. I love the fact... Oh, look, the podcast will be sponsored by that. we like, this episode, sponsored by... What are you expecting? It's Erkan's birthday on Sunday, Lisa, so it's all just presents for him, the little princess. Oh, God, sorry about that. Just in the middle of our lovely WKD riff as well. (laughs) I know. Sorry, WKD. Sorry, I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to drink. (laughs) Don't don't ever apologise, mate. God, you've just experienced the finer things in life. There's nothing wrong with that. But I tell you what, once you try a blue WKD, you won't go back. Why does it have to be blue? Why does it have to be blue? Just to get the full effect. Like, if I don't see Lisa Snowden with blue lips, then I just don't feel like we've had a good night out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Fine. (laughs) You have been a model. You are an amazing TV presenter. But I think it's fair to say you've also had um, a furrow in the world of reality TV. You've done Strictly. You've done The Jungle. Um, Which was your favourite? Strictly, hands down, it was amazing. Have you done Strictly yet? Nah, done Strictly I'm, yet? Nah, I'm like an ironing board with arms when I try and dance. Nobody wants to see this. Oh my god, you have to do it. It'll be no. not honestly. You'd be surprised. <laughs> the teachers are so good. Those those really? professional dancers, they somehow just turn you into a dancer. And even <laughs> if you forget the routine, they drag you around the floor before it just makes you look. They make you look good. I promise you, you have to do it. Oh, I'd, I'd probably be the biggest challenge to date. I'd be like the Geordie Ed Balls, just like stumbling along the dance floor, covered in sequins. He did crying. quite well. He did quite well. I think you do really well. It'd be amazing. You definitely, um, it, you'd surprise yourself. You you would, I promise you. 
I, I mean, I don't know about that, but I do appreciate it. So me and you were both in the jungle. You did the year after me, didn't you? And I remember I did your exit interview. Oh, Lisa, that's when I fell in love with you, I think. That <laughs> was wicked, so nice. wasn't it? I remember that. And I was so happy to be like, <laughs> out. I don't know, out of there and with you. And I had a belly full of food and loads of wine. And my dad was there and George was there. And it was, um, yeah, it was wicked. It was wicked. Those pictures are lovely, those ones of us. Um, yeah I mean it was there were elements to it that I really did enjoy and I think you know that was something that I they'd asked me for years to do it and I kept saying no and then I said yes and then I was like what am I doing (laughs) Um, I loved sleeping outside there were bits that I did really enjoy and then there was stuff when I was just like "Uh," you know I wasn't massively in the right place health wise either so there were sort of things that were going on where I just didn't feel so good Um, but you know I try not to regret anything in life because it's sort of like a wasted emotion, isn't it? When you kind of sit of back and analyze stuff that you wish you hadn't done or wish you hadn't said or, you know, people you wish you hadn't dated. Because it's just like you just it's just stupid. So, you know, there were there were elements that I did enjoy about it. It was I did a lot of the cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I learned that I could cook for all those people and lots of you know different personalities and you know sort of like trying to pass those 24 hours a day. Um, as you uh-huh. know, it's quite it's quite slow, isn't it? So. Yeah. Um, there were bits that I did like, and I did slight, like sleeping in the hammock outside, weirdly. I know. Do you know what? Everyone always says, like, oh, God, how do you cope with sleeping outdoors? And actually, like, it's wild how quick you manage to acclimatise to yeah. certain things. And um, I didn't get a hammock myself. I, I pulled the short straw and was predominantly on the floor for the majority of the oh. experience. But Fern looked like she had a lovely time in her hammock. <laughs> Well, there were there were a couple of beds and stuff, and I think the hammocks were the the less desirable of yeah. uh, sleeping arrangements. So, I mean, I just say like you know, I just didn't want to be too close to the fire because that smoke like constantly drifting mm. over you was wasn't that nice, um, you know. And people farting and <laughs> did you have <laughs> any snorers? Did you have any snorers in camp? Because yeah, that's yeah, yeah, always... we totally did. We totally did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Danny. Um, Danny Baker snored and yeah. Larry Lamb snored. They both um, look like snorers, I could tell. Yeah, totally <laughs> snored. There's all sorts of noises going on at night, aren't there? Yeah. And then the annoying <laughs> thing is when you need to pee. I need to pee in the night always, without a doubt. So then you've got to, like, put your boots on and shuffle to the loo and then get your boots back off again. And then that was all a real kind of pain in the ass. But um, you're yeah, going virtually in the pitch black. I mean, the dunny is a pretty, and excuse like the pun, yeah, shitty place to be like any time of the day or night because it's smelly, it's dark, there's loads of bugs in there. But like in the middle of the night, it just takes it to a whole nother level. I feel like it's a bush took a trial all on its own, the dunny. Yeah, it totally is because you just don't know what's lurking or what's going to come up out of the loo. And it's just like, you know. Uh, it's just it's terrifying and I lie there think oh god do I do you really need to go to the loo and I'll be like can you just hold it and I'm like no I couldn't so um without doubt without fail every night I'd be sliding off to the loo shuffling to the loo terrified for my life with your feet just in the front of your boots hoping for the best hoping not to run into anything slimy but also (laughs) but also worrying that there's something that climbed into my boot in the night as well so it's like there's so many things I was just a bit like oh I'm a celebrity, get me out of it. (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't say it, Lisa, you smashed it, don't be daft. (laughs) Um, You were in there with quite a lot of big characters, so your year, you saw, of course, like you say, Danny Baker, there was Larry Lamb, Scarlett Moffat, Carol Borderman. I often think, like, and what I struggled to navigate my year 
was um, was being around so many big characters who were super established. Was there any moments where you just thought, God, like I just want my own space. I just want a bit. I just want t- some time to chill on my own because it's intense, isn't it? Yeah, I felt like that pretty much the whole day. <laughs> I I love my own space I love my own space and I'm just like you know I just love to go and take myself off I miss reading a book I you know like even when I cook sometimes I was like look back at the food and I want to take a picture and I was like where's my phone you know like I was thinking like because I'm a big foodie so I'm like food pictures um yeah all the time I was just like I this is that was the hardest bit was being around people people that you don't you wouldn't choose to be around do you know what I mean? I wouldn't even oh, be with my it. family that in, that intensely for that long. Um, and me and George, we have our own space all the time. So that 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 was quite hard, definitely. Do you know what? I thought you did amazingly. Um, and I really do think anyone who anyone who goes in, I'm a celebrity, should give themselves a pat on the back. Because loads of people go to me like, oh, um, what's it like, Vicky? Like, do, is it really that hard? Like, when the cameras stop rolling, do they just slip you a Mars bar? I'm like, no, they fucking don't. Like the cameras no, they are really always, don't. yeah, the cameras are always rolling. The bugs are always there. Like you're constantly surrounded by people. Like it is literally exactly what you see on the telly. So I just want everyone to know that any like yeah. I take me hat off to anyone who does it. It's a tough, a tough. You game. did it twice, you crazy cow. Oh, what can I say, Lisa? <laughs> it was you? it was good money the second time. Good money. <laughs> <laughs> good girl. I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah, no shame in my game. I'm all about them Benjamins. <laughs> you mentioned before, obviously, George flew out to Australia to see you. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Lisa is engaged to be married to a lovely fiance, George, who um, I'm actually going to shamefully admit I'm a little bit in love with as well. Oh, he loves you back <laughs> equally, so in equal measures. He's like, he adores you. He absolutely fucking loves you. Loves your bones. Oh, he is handsome and funny and super smart. And when I see you together, I just think, yes, that's what she deserves. And I'm buzzing for you. He's northern as well. You forgot that bit. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that goes without saying. Obviously, I love him because he's northern. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You guys were meant to be getting married this year, Lise. What's happened? Give us the goss. No, do you know? Do you know what? No, 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 no. That is like, that's not true. Like that was reported because I know, no, it was everybody's like everybody's calling me going, oh, so sorry your wedding in Japan got cancelled, and I'm like, no, 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 we didn't have a wedding in Japan. It wasn't planned. It wasn't booked. I promise you. Um, that was just some that that was an interview that kind of got misconstrued of in course some it way. Happens. Yeah. So no, we didn't have any solid plans to get married this year. Uh, we don't have any solid plans to get married next year, but we definitely do want to be together forever. We just don't know how we'll get married in what capacity you know I go through sort of thinking I just want to elope to thinking I want a really big huge massive three-day event to then thinking (laughs) I just wanted something really small so that I just I can't lock down what I want part of me which doesn't sound very romantic just wants I don't want to spend shit loads of money um the other part of me wants a a big three-day extravaganza with all the people (laughs) we love that could all bond and eat and drink for three days um, so we just we can't quite lock down where or what we want to do, but we are very happy. Oh, and you know, it like oozes out of you. I always think when a person is truly happy, like they glow, and you are glowing, Lise. Whatever you, cho- however you choose to get married, like as long as it works for you, everyone's gonna get behind it. Yeah, that's what I hope. 
Well, I'm going to, before I ask you what your secret is, because I'm aware we're pushed for time, you're a super busy lady, you've probably got buildings to jump off and all sorts. Um, I've got to give, (laughs) I've got to give the people what they want, Lise, and I feel like I know you well enough to abuse our friendship. Your George is not your first George. (laughs) Tell me what it was like dating fucking George Clooney. Come on, tell me. What? We haven't got time for this. (laughs) We haven't got time. Just we tell me, time, tell me if he's got any bad habits. Come on, has he got smelly feet? I need to know something. Give me something. <laughs> Does he pick his nose? Oh my god! Oh my god! All men have bad habits. Are you kidding me? Of course he does. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't. It was so long ago, Vicky. I can't remember. Um, oh, but no, you're so it was diplomatic. Really good, it was, it was a fun. It was a. I know, but do you know what? There's, there's. The reason I look back at that time in my life and it was hilarious and it was, um, you know, I met him on a TV commercial in Barcelona. We were both on the Martini ads and um, so I... So glamorous, so glamorous. Obviously, man. it's 20 years ago now yeah. when we first met. But um, <clears throat> do you know what kind of has come from that relationship is the fact that I met my best friend in the world, somebody, uh, my friend called Michelle. And okay. she was married to somebody and I was dating George and we met through them and then we ended up getting rid of the boys and keeping each other. And I feel like, oh. yeah, that was one of, the, that was the reason I, I, I was meant to meet him and, and date him. Um, and I think that I quite, that's something that's really special that I've taken from it. You know, I think you do meet people for a reason and it is to sort of lead you onto the next stage in your life or to connect you with different people. And I'm very much into that kind of spiritual way of thinking. So, you know, I'll be forever indebted and grateful to him. Um, I was going to say to the GC, but then that's that's the wrong person, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, he was the a very different person. Yeah, he was the original. Um, so yeah, because of that, because I met my, my gorgeous Michelle. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. We still, we you know, no bad blood, and um, yeah, we ask about each other, and it's like it's all good. So, but he's he's a lovely man. But oh, you can say that I, I, I upgraded him for a better George. So there well, you go. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm about to say something super controversial. Like I actually think you have the better George. Like he is so class. I'm honestly going to fangirl him oh. so hard if we don't wrap up here. <laughs> right, Lise. I have loved having you as a guest on my podcast. You're just you're just so fun so natural so refreshingly honest and I just think really inspirational um here at Vicky Patterson a secret too we always ask our lovely guests to give our listeners a secret a little pearl of wisdom um and listening to you talk today I think one thing is perfectly honest you are an obvious you are brave you are one of these women who takes just grabs life by the balls and takes chances and subsequently you've had this incredible life it feels like you've had about nine um I want to know what your secret to saying yes to life is oh gosh I think that you know like I said earlier you know what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you and I think that it's good to feel that fear and it's good to be unsure about whether you're making the right decision but sort of jump in feet first into it um it's exciting it's scary it's all of the above and I think that once you do do something that does kind of like terrify you you just feel this amazing sense of achievement you feel so proud of yourself and that's a great feeling to kind of like give yourself a pat on the back and to acknowledge that actually you've kind of pushed yourself massively out of your comfort zone so I think that you know life is short and you know I think if you're cruising if you're coasting Mm -hmm. 
get you know shake things up do something that you've always wanted to do you know write a bucket list of things that you know places you want to go things you want to do and and fucking do them because otherwise (laughs) you know we're going to get to 80 you're going to get to 90 and you'll go oh I didn't do that I didn't say that I didn't go there I didn't you know and I think that you know life is for living and you can't beat that feeling that exhilarating feeling of of being terrified like going doing that abseil it was terrifying but afterwards it was amazing like I find things very scary you know even when I say yes to something I still have that doubt in my mind shit what if I fail what if I can't do it um Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's you know I lose sleep over it you know there's like hosting Mm -hmm. jobs that I do like things like when you came you know came to the trick awards and I was president and like you know hosting in front of you know 2000 people at the Grosvenor House Hotel and that terrifies me I can do live TV that scares me a little bit but standing in front of a crowd of people of your peers of people that you've watched on television your Raymond Holmes your Gloria Hunnifords you know your Lorraine Kellys your people that are your peers you know the big they scare it scares the crap out of me but after (laughs) I've done it I'm just like woo, and I'm like and I I think that that is um I think that however big however small it's all relative to you individually. And I think that it's just really good to just push yourself. And you kind of, um, I promise you, you won't regret it. You know, you might be hesitant to say yes, but do it because you'll feel fabulous. Oh, guys, that is Lisa Snowden on Vicky Fats and Secret 2 telling you that there is nothing ventured, nothing gained. I love you, Lisa. Thank you so (laughs) much for that great advice. (laughs) Thank you, babe. Love your work. Miss you. WKD's on me soon, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, guys, that was the lovely Lisa Snowden. Honestly, right? I know we've all had like what gripes with lockdown. We miss our friends, we miss our family. But I've loved being able to do my podcast throughout lockdown because it can be done remotely. But she is one of those people who you just wish. I wish I was in the studio with her. She's so enthusiastic and charismatic. And let me tell you, Lisa Snowden, dark horse, wicked on the lash. Me and her had one of the best nights a couple of years ago. One of the Specsavers Awards. I don't even wear glasses, but her and that fella was such a good laugh. I had one of the best nights ever. So yeah, stay tuned for the picture of me and Lisa Snowden pissed on WKD. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Um, if you are loving listening to Vicky Patterson The Secret 2, please let me know. Leave a review. Tell your mate. Um, tell someone who you think would enjoy it. This is all going to help me make more. And actually, we've recently added an email. So if you do have a guest that you think, God, they'd be great on, or someone you just want to hear me chat to, then send in your suggestions to Podcast at gmail.com and I'll do my best to get them on. Love you guys and have a great week. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.